0: You know how I always say never modify a new car to make it do exactly what you want it to do. Just buy one that can do that out of the blocks, right? Well, when it comes to the Hyundai Kona Electric, after 7,000-ish k's, I really am quite pleased that I didn't take my own advice on all of this. Details next. I'm John Cadogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously, or you can click the card on screen now. But in today's report, here's how to change the character of your electric car for about a thousand bucks, maybe slightly less. This is a significant boost in underlying character, like a significant upgrade across all kinds of dynamic driving conditions for under a grand. More details on that in just a sec. This video is supported in part by the dudes at Olight who have sent me this very cool upgrade on the Warrior Mini, which I evaluated recently. This one here is the Mini, which is no prob in the pocket, and this one's a bit bulkier, but... It is a whole lot brighter think you'd agree. Anyway, I evaluated the Mini recently, and I was a bit critical of its pocket clip, and this one solves all of those problems. We'll get into that a bit later on. And also, I think, you know, if you've got a car that recharges at home and runs on electrons, then you do deserve a decent flashlight that's kind of philosophically the same and very durable. So meet the M2R Pro Warrior from Olight. It's slightly bigger, a whole lot brighter, as discussed. And fortuitously, just before Christmas, there's an Olight pre- Christmas Flash Sale in Australia, with up to 40% off the range, kicking off at 8pm tonight, Sunday the 13th, 20% off site-wide, there's a link in the description, plus you will get 10% off if you miss the sale if you use the code AEJC10. And the sale runs until Thursday, so no excuses for missing it. But now, the Kona Electric had a secret grippy goodness upgrade a few hundred Ks ago, and the happy verdict is in. You're looking at four of Michelin's finest 22550ZR17 Pilot Sport 4 asymmetric, high-performance tyres. So hopefully we're about to say bye-bye, conservative eco tyres and g'day, Spider-Man Grip. Tyres are actually the most cost-effective automotive performance modification of all time because they bolt straight up and they enhance acceleration, cornering and braking. Show me the other mod which can do so much for so little. Hopefully that is because I will give it a few hundred Ks behind the wheel and then I will let you know the difference and that will all be encapsulated in this report thanks to the high-tech miracle of video. So, I'm 400 k's ish down the track now, split pretty evenly between the burbs and out here on the open road. And I have to say, the biggest single difference is lateral grip. Like the envelope just got bigger. And that is so satisfying if you're into driving. It also means when you're pressing on around a bend that body roll just increased as well and the cone has always been pretty stiff laterally so when you're pushing into a bend the increase in body roll actually feels a great deal more confidence inspiring especially if it rains. Another hugely pleasing part of this upgrade is the nature of the transition between grip and slip. People often erroneously conflate that with being in control and out of control but That's bullshit, more or less, because if you've got driving skill, you can exploit a little bit of slip from time to time to improve the overall performance. Obviously, you don't do that dropping the kids in the kiss and go line, but you do sometimes on a twisty road when something unexpected happens. Swerve, avoid, recover, control, things of that nature, okay? So on the Eco tyres, there's not all that much progression between grip and slip you tend to feel like you're skating a lot in many conditions but on these pilot sport fours you get a great deal of warning when you're in that zone you know between full grip and full slip and that is also a huge boost for confidence because trust me on this having driven the odd supercar you don't really want any little surprises in between full grip and full slip The Kona's got 450-ish k's of range, depending on how you drive it, and that enables a lot of sort of inter-city cruising, if that's your gig. And one of the pleasing things about this tyre upgrade is you get better on-centre feel because of the nature of the tread pattern, and you also get better unwinding of the steering you know when the steering self centers on the way out of the bend well that is much more instinctive and more direct with these pilot sport fours the other thing that's also really good for you commuters on b and c roads is that if you do pull onto the right side of the road to overtake and you go over one of those transverse crowns so you go from sort of a little bit of lean this way to a little bit of lean this way at high speed There's no real lurch involved with that either. It's just progressive and confidence-inspiring, and it never unsettles the car. So full points for high-speed cruising on Australia's less-than-perfect roads. I also thought I'd have to cop it on the chin in relation to the range, because the eco-tyres are there to extend the range of the vehicle, obviously, by reducing rolling resistance. And I thought, well, if it's a set of performance tyres, more rolling resistance, there's going to be a reduction in the range. But happily enough, au contraire, there probably is a reduction in the range somewhere, but I just can't figure out how to measure it in a scientifically controlled way. You know, so that means the reduction in the range is minimal, and if I had to ballpark it, I'd suggest it's probably less than 5%, which I am more than happy to cop in exchange for this major upgrade in all other areas of performance. And the other thing I guess I should talk about, because we have had a few rainy days recently, performance in the wet is just astoundingly better, and having done a bunch of tyre testing in the past, I can tell you that the thing that strikes fear into the heart of ordinary consumers is stopping and swerving in the wet, and I'd have to suggest that this car is at least 30% better in the wet, subjectively, when you fit these Pilot Sport 4 tyres, so 13 points out of a possible 10 when it rains. I guess the biggest challenge you've got if you're a dude who markets a tyre is that the competition is all black and round, just like your tyre. And this means the best tyre on earth, and the pilot's Sport four is up there for this kind of job, well, it looks just the same as the shittest tyre on earth, unless you're a tyre train spotter. So let us take the time to become tyre train spotters right now on this noisiest piece of road in. Southeastern eastern Shitsville that i could possibly find we've got motorbikes and performance cars and we're having a very very cicada summer so if you're wondering what that droning is it's just a billion flesh-eating insects or something hashtag Australia. all right so just to appreciate this a bit more the pilot sport 4 is an asymmetric tread pattern and that means there's an outside and an inside and that means the tire has to be fitted the right way on the rim And you should always look for the word outside on the outside sidewall if you buy asymmetric tyres just to make sure that the fitting dude has done his job because as long as he gets that right and the outside edge of the tyre matches up with the outside edge of the wheel then you're going to have all of this additional performance that's designed into this tyre acting in your favour at all times so let's look at the difference Right on the outside edge here, you've got far more rubber relative to the voids that form the tread pattern. And let's not forget, the tread is just a linear pumping system designed to disperse water when it rains. So what they've said is, when we go around a left hand bend on this right hand tyre, the weight from inertial loading is going to really jack up the traction requirement on this edge. So they've maxed out the amount of rubber relative to the voids, because that's what's gonna give you that really positive cornering feedback. And then on the inside, what they've done is they've said, well, we still need to do water dispersal, and that edge is not gonna work really hard when it's cornering, so we'll give it bigger voids to do more pumping. And then in the middle here, you can see these largely unbroken circumferential grooves. In fact, the one really in the middle is completely unbroken and the one next to it further on the inside has these little sites for water dispersal carved into it as well. But what those largely unbroken grooves does is it gives you that planted to the road high speed stability feel. Okay. it also gives you that on center thing so that you feel on the freeway like the car is glued to the road and nothing funny is going to happen at speed which is also really positive and i'd suggest the final thing that they're reasonably good at is operating quietly you've probably seen the directional tires with the deep v in the tread pattern they're really good at water dispersal but they do tend to be noisy and they have to be fitted the right way on the tire so They have to actually be fitted either to the left side of the car or the right side of the car, which is a bit problematic if you're dealing with a spare tire. You should never have a directional spare because it's only going to be okay for either the left side or the right side, and guaranteed you're going to get a flat on the other one, aren't you? And that's going to be a problem because instead of ejecting water when it rains, it's going to kind of inject water into the center if you fit it the wrong way around. So essentially what I'm saying is I'm a huge fan of these asymmetric tyres, they do a fantastic job and one thing you should do is you should never scrimp on tyres, right, because there's so much performance and engineering and sheer tech built into a tyre like this, it's easy to forget that when you're looking at all the other black and round competition. overall of course I wouldn't worry too much about the kind of spare you fit to your Kona EV because there's no physical space dude and therefore there's no spare down there what you get instead is a mini compressor and a tin of goo designed to get you out of the pool at some times at least in the context of some punctures the really simple ones you know where you get like a nail through the tread and there's a slow leak I think the tin of goo might cope with that but Because this car's got such good cruising range and because look where we are now, it's a Sunday afternoon in the middle of nowhere in southeastern Shitsville and it's going to be hard to get a tyre repair anytime soon around here. So in order to come out here I've just packed my trusty tyre plug kit and that's not going to cure every puncture either but it's going to cure more serious punctures than just the tin of goo. So the theory here is of course you open the kit, you remount the hole, you insert one of these adhesive plugs with the special tool which is not that hard to use and basically you use the compressor that comes with the car and you are off to the races. It's not going to help you if you have a sort of gradual tyre deflation and then you rip a hole about this long in the sidewall from a heat related sort of blowout failure you're on your own once again there, but you know, a serious sort of puncture through the tread, the plug kit's gonna be fine and it's gonna greatly enhance your mobility. I got mine from Spares Box; they're not that expensive. I'll put a link in the description in case you wanted to equip yourself thus. If your car has a space saver or like the EV, no spare at all, you might wanna think about increasing your mobility like that. So anyway, after driving several hundred Ks now on the Michelins, I'd have to suggest It's hugely positive, but they're not entirely perfect. So there's two specific criticisms, and we'll get into that after this. The dudes at Olight are recent supporters of this channel, and in my estimation, they make really excellent premium flashlights, and they're worth every cent. Many of you want me to use the word torch, of course, but to me... A torch is a thing that cuts steel using oxy and acetylene or oxy and propane. So I'm sorry about that. Not really. Anywho, I did recently criticize a little Warrior Mini here because it's got a pocket clip that is not reversible. So they sent me this. M2R Pro Warrior here, which is slightly bigger and, as discussed, <laughs> fairly bright, 1,800 lumens, which is searchlight stuff, nearly. Amazing output for a pocket-sized flashlight, or a torch if you must. It's got six modes too, from 1,800 lumens to 750, then 250, then 60, then 15, and then down to just one for exactly the right amount of boost to find something when it's pitch dark without ruining your night vision. I didn't think that one lumen mode was going to be all that useful, but hey, I stand corrected on that. And cleverly enough, this reversible pocket clip here lets you customize the torch however you want. You can have bezel up carry or bezel down as the preference takes you. It's also waterproof to two meters and rated to survive a 1.5 meter drop. So the way I see it, this is a quality product that is going to last you for years. It's got a silent tail switch as well with two tactical modes. You can program it for one or the other and USB recharging with the cleverest magnetic USB connection ever. Plus, the packaging is up there with Apple, which is kind of important if it's a gift, right? It's not going to look or feel like a cheapie when it's either in or out of the box. And with gifts, first impressions count. There's up to 40% off on the website right now at Olight and 20% off site-wide, and that's until midnight on the 17th, which I think is next Thursday. Anyway, link in the description for all of that. And I will also put a link in for US customers as well. Plus the discount code if you miss the sale, but hey, it goes for the next four days, so... What's your excuse? Olight also sent me this Warrior Turbo as well, and I haven't really had time to put it through its paces yet and give it a full review. But it seems to be fantastic. If you've got a boat, or if you just need to throw, you know, a few billion photons up to a thousand meters, you know, down there somewhere, for some reason, one dark night, such as for searching or signalling a long way away, and. I'm just gobsmacked about the performance of modern torches, right? Torches, not flashlights. Like, it wasn't that long ago when you'd be staggering under the weight of the battery that was required to make a torch perform like this or either of those. This modern LED tech is flat out awesome. Two sort of negatives with the Michelin Kona electric upgrade. Number one would be, they're a bit noisier. Not outrageously noisy, but appreciably so, and some people are very sensitive to things of that nature. So if that's you, maybe this is not for you, but it certainly is for me, given the incredible improvement in dynamic performance. Number two, of course, is that they're just not going to last as long as the Eco tyres, because there is a direct engineering trade-off between longevity and gripping the road better, and that needle is thermally over here at gripping the road better. I think that's perfectly reasonable. They're fairly expensive tyres as well. I found them online for 230 bucks a throw and you can get something called I think it's a Rapid P609XL which I have never heard of but hey it's the same size and 63 bucks a throw as well as being black and round. You guessed it right? Personally I don't think you should buy tires on price because you never know when a kid is going to step out in front of you or a kangaroo or a truck is just going to be, I don't know, the driver sending a text message and he's suddenly on your side of the road, closing speed, 200 k's an hour, you've got to swerve. If you needed to upgrade at that time, I think everyone would pay the extra bucks, but some people don't see it like that at the retail coalface, go figure. Anyway I think this is a hugely worthwhile injection into the dynamic performance area for this particular EV because it does have good straight line performance and now cornering and braking are enhanced as well, more commensurate with its straight line performance potential. So I'm quite happy with it, it's a matter for you to consider I suppose, but I give it 13 points out of a possible 10 with only two minor negatives. Thank you very much for watching.